Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for NBC Radio News. I'm KCAA Loma Linda. Brought to you by Green Kong Dispensary. The Inland Empire's finest curated medical and recreational dispensary. Google GreenKong.com. From the Bureau of Economic Geology, this is Earth Day. You've probably used GPS today in ways you don't even know about. Of course, your smartphone is a miracle of GPS navigation. It receives data from a network of 31 satellites orbiting 12,000 miles above us. At least four of them are visible from any place on Earth at any time. It uses that data to pinpoint your location to within 10 feet. It's pretty amazing. But there are many other ways that GPS impacts our lives. It helps airline pilots and ship captains stay on course. It helps taxis find their fares and military missions find their targets. And it plays important roles in bank transactions and power grids. In fact, because the GPS satellite network is even more stable than the shifting surface of the planet, scientists now use it to track continental plate movement. It shows that Australia moves as fast as fingernails grow, about three inches a year, while Hawaii holds the record, moving toward Japan at four inches a year. Geodetic surveys correct GPS coordinates for the shifting Earth and send updates to our devices on demand. And the whole thing is about to get more precise. The next generation of GPS will use both satellite and ground stations to be accurate to within one inch. We'll need it as future technologies like driverless cars, delivery drones, and things we can't even yet imagine rely on GPS for increasing precision. I'm Scott Tinker, located precisely in Austin, and thanks for listening. EarthDate is produced by the Bureau of Economic Geology at the University of Texas at Austin. EarthDate is researched by Julie Hennings, written by Harry Lynch, and distributed by Mark Blunt and Casey Walker. For more stories, follow us on Facebook or visit earthdate.org. Let's go live to Mark Westwood down at Green Kong Dispensary. Mark? Well, good afternoon. The day is finally here. Mark Westwood here on Talk 102.3, Express 106.5, uh, 1050 AM, The Legend, and 92.5 KQLH. We are all eyes and ears on the grand opening. It's the first historical uh, grand opening here on the radio of a cannabis dispensary called Green Kong. I've uh, been down here. The weather is uh, not raining. It's pretty good. Easy to find Green Kong. Just go down to 215 South. And you exit Hurley Knox Road, turn left, and then turn right onto Oleander. And right at the end of the road here, there's a bunch of, uh, oh, uh, 
Santa California. And uh, a lot of Californians are finding that hemp and uh, CBD oils and cannabis are, are great uh, alternatives to pharmaceutical medicine, uh, to standard treatment. And, uh, you know, come on down here. They've got some great deals. Uh, they are really uh, putting on the, the rich here, so to speak. They're putting on a show. They've got a big tent out here. Um, uh, the DJ, live music, all kinds of stuff right here. Uh, we're glad to be here. We're going to be setting up here, and uh, we're going to be here all day, 1 to 5. Come on to the KCAA tent here at the Green Kong Cannabis Dispensary Grand Opening, Oleander Road, and Hurley Knox in Paris, California. It's kind of like, you know, the wineries. Now we're starting to see the cannabis dispensaries are kind of like wineries. People go down there. Green Kong is a very unique dispensary. It's a total experience. They want you to come in and feel relaxed, to have a nice ambience and atmosphere, and uh, just to have a great overall experience. It's an education. Uh, so come on down, explore something new. Thinking about going to a winery today? Hey, why not come down to a dispensary? Same thing. And, uh, you know, enjoy uh, what you can enjoy and uh, use what you can use and apply it as implicated or applicated or applied or whatever. Uh, Green Kong Dispensary in Paris, California, right off of Hurley Knox Road and Oleander in Paris, California. I'm Mark Westwood on KCAA 1050 AM, Talk 102.3 and Express 106.5 FM at Green Kong Dispensary. Are you looking for health care using a non-toxic medical approach to regain your health? My name is Gilberto Alvarez, MD. My 40 years of experience using non-toxic approaches to health problems, including cancer, allow me to provide you with effective, proven, safe treatment for your health. Call 619-405-5199. That number again, 619-405-5199. The Stella Maris Clinic in Tijuana, Mexico, five minutes from the U.S.-Mexico border. Here at the Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins, tune in Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. I'll show you how you can retire in five years or less, right here on KCAA, 1050 a.m., 102.3 FM, and 106.5 FM. Miss one of your favorite shows? Don't worry, we've got your radio DVR right here on KCAARadio.com. Log on and listen to any show you want, anytime you want, on KCAA, 1050 a.m. You're listening to an encore presentation of this program, KCAA, the Inland Talk Express. You just entered the gotcha zone. I line up to the start line and get ready to race with your host, Joe Britt. It's time for Gotcha Racing, live on KCAA 1050. Ladies and gentlemen, start your engines and get ready for an action-packed, fun-filled hour of everything a motorhead ever loved or lived. Gotcha Racing with Joe Britt. Welcome to Gotcha Racing. This is Joe Britt. Hey there, race fans. Welcome to another edition of Gotcha Racing with your host. Who is your host? I'm your host, Joe Britt, coming to you live and in living color uh, from the studio in uh, Redlands. I'm trying to get this microphone out of the, this earpiece out of the way. Okay, okay. I work a little bit on the station. All right, I'm running and I'm just getting in. Okay, dope. Hey, folks. Nice to have you aboard, and I got, you know, this weekend is a very, very busy weekend for car enthusiasts in Southern California. It's, uh, the weather's, is beaming, it's not as hot, hot, but it is hot. It's the, uh, the turn, you know, the weather that you, uh, you bake for about, 
uh, 15 minutes and you turn and you bake for 10, 15 minutes and you turn and you use your sunscreen. Uh, I myself, <laughs> I try to stay out of the sun because I have a perfect 105% tan. So I am, I am, I like to say, I'm cooking with gas. All right. All right. Let me get to this, um, my open. Hey, I come to you a humble man, a humble man that is a reflection of God's grace and greatness. A humble man that is standing on shoulders of ancestors. Hello, America. Look alive, California. Wake up, San Bernardino. Stand up and be counted in an empire for this is your host, Joe Britt, coming to you loud clear and strong from the desert to the sea broadcasting on powerful kcaa uh, 1050 radio uh you'd have to be under a friggin rock not to hear this great broadcast why, why is that someone say why is that well because we're on three different stations simultaneously big dogs in the ie so those stations are 106.5 FM, 102.3 FM, and that old dog that just won't lay down and die, 10.50 AM on your AM dial. Been around for about 13 years, and um, we are an NBC affiliate, you know? So we're, 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 we're the big dogs when it comes to talk radio in the IE, okay? I, I should say, woof, woof, big dog, okay. Hey, I'll do some house cleaning um, a little bit for you. Uh, to listen to this great, great, broadcast of ours let's say you just want to you're, you're under a rock somewhere okay and you're in a cave you're in a tunnel and you just can't get the transmission uh, uh that we are pushing out through our three different antennas and uh you want to hear us okay so in order to do that get your your cell phone your smartphone or your dumb phone and you put in uh these digits 720 three zero nine nine i'll repeat that seven two zero eight three five three zero nine nine now let's say that you are in the local area and you want to call in to, and talk to who me yeah talk to big joe and tell me what's going on in your neck of the woods or you have um not a complaint i don't want to hear complaints but you got something good to say uh that number would be nine for your local calls 909 792 uh, 909-792-5222. Now, for you long-distance um, callers, there's a, there's, there's a toll-free number. Hey, <laughs> we give you a toll-free number so you can call in. 888-909-1050. 888-909-1050. All right, so, Gotcha Racing, we can be found on... Car just went by in the studio outside, and I hate listening to that, but anyway... Um, Facebook, yeah, under GRTV Media. GRTV Media, uh, Gotcha Racing uh, TV, Gotcha Racing Live. We can be found under Instagram under You Gotcha. Uh, da, 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 da. We can be found on Google. Just put in Gotcha Racing TV, and uh, we will pop up. Okay. Um, so what's going on this this weekend, man? Oh man, there's a lot of things going on this weekend, and. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, that's my engineer playing playing tricks with me like he always does. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, anyway, I'll get him back. Um, a lot of car shows, you know. And this weekend is um, the the one of the largest, not largest, but a large show in Ontario, which is the uh, Route sixty six. And you know they it went and it's it. We have two of them now. Okay, Route 66 in Ontario, and then the, what's coming up 
uh, is Route 66 in San Bernardino, and that's one of the largest ones. But nevertheless, the local local show, uh, it's been going on since yesterday, and uh, it'd be nice to uh, go out there and see what's going on as far as the vintage cars are concerned. Those, really, those guys are really bringing up this stuff out. You know, they spit and polish them up, and they put a, a lot of money into these older cars. They bring them up to date. Um, I'm not saying they put airbags, not air, well, um, yeah, airbags in them as far as the crash uh, testing airbags or they put in fancy seat belts, some of them do, but um, they bring the life, bring back the life in these 39, 49, and 50 series automobiles and some go even further back. And then, you know, a lot of these cars are, I said they're vintage and you can't find the parts, a lot of uh, parts have been fabricated. but. You know, you go out to these different car shows and you will see uh, the fabrication work and the and the cool paint jobs and talk to th some of the local owners, man. These guys are pretty cool. You know, they just want to show their stuff and a lot of them don't have shops. So <coughs> this morning, um, after getting a flu shot at Kaiser, I was, uh, wife and I were going uh, to my house, of course, and then I passed a 1936 two-door coupe. Couldn't believe my eyes. Um, really clean. And those were called the salesman uh, um, vehicles because back in the day, you know, a door-to-door -door salesman would sell either Kirby or vacuum cleaners or something like that. And they would usually drive the, um, the salesman sedans. Anyway, this was very clean. It's very clean. And um, so <laughs> I passed them and then I said, you know what? Let me see if I can get an interview from, from this guy. So I kind of flagged him down a little bit and slowed down, put my hazards on, and he would probably think I was some terrorist or something. But no, I'm just a regular Joe. And uh, he slowed down, and I said, hey, what year's your car? He told me. I says, well, I, 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 you know, I want to talk to you. He said, well, I'm going to a local car show. So I followed him. And sure enough, I got that interview for you a uh, little bit in the show. And lo and behold, there was a, uh, there was a 39, well, he had a 36, and then there was a 39 Chevy. And I got the interview from both of the guys. And it was uh, a, a local car show, you know, pretty cool. And guys are just hobbyists and uh, doing their thing. Okay, you know, I was on the net, and I, I kept hearing about Kevin Hart, you know, the, the comedian um, that's been around for a minute. He's about four foot nine or something. But he's a very funny guy, very funny guy. And uh, I kept hearing about, you know, him and his accident and i was wondering what the heck was that about you know and he survived and he's walking away and whatnot so i got a chance to read up on it what was going on so <coughs> here's the gist of it he uh, has restored a plymouth 1970 plymouth barracuda a cuda okay and um well you know those scooters they were quick in the day in 1970 but now most guys are putting larger power plants in them so he put a hellcat motor in that particular ride and i tell you that uh those motors those engines are nothing to play with right a lot of horsepower comes out of that block i mean it's it's no joke it is no joke and if you don't have the skills um or the car to back that to back that motor up yeah something's gonna happen so anyway 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 he got the car and showing it off to his buddies and uh, one of his buddies said, hey, man, you know, like, let me take a spin in it. <laughs> so 
So it's my buddy. He sees a car. I just got it out, meaning Kevin. Just step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Got it out, and I'm touring it around a little bit. I threw him the keys. Okay, let's roll. You know, like you would do with your buddy, right? Well, lo and behold, uh, his buddy, I, I don't know if I should say his buddy or not, but let me tell you what happened. So he got, guy gets in the car, Kevin's in the car, and uh, of course he burns out, he peels out. That Hellcat motor took control of the car with the speed, and he crashed. Crash! Within about 10, 15 minutes, he crashed the car. Completely crashed, burned the car, completely totaled up. Just got it, and my friend gets it, and it's completely gone, all right? So... Kevin goes to the hospital. You know, the other guy, uh, uh, he goes also. Kevin walks away. And now the so-called buddy is suing Kevin. And I'm going like, why? Why? I mean, you asked to drive the car. You get the car. You have no skills. I didn't know that. And you crash the car. You know, now you're suing me. Well, he says, well, this is what the report says. He didn't have airbags. No kidding, it's a 1970. He didn't have the proper uh, safety harness and seat belts. It's a 1970. Uh, the suspension wasn't, you know, uh, 2000, 2000 series up, you know. It's a 1970, okay. You got the car. You asked for it. You didn't have the skills. I didn't know that. You crashed my car that I paid X amount of dollars for, and now you're trying to sue me? Dude, you must be out of your friggin' mind. Really, really. I wouldn't give you a dime. I'd fight you. I would literally fight you and spend all my money and make sure you wouldn't get a plug nickel. At all. At all. Now, back in the day, um, and, and that's what happened. That's, I'm, I'm looking at this. I just couldn't believe it. So I, I wrote something on Facebook uh, concerning this. I was kind of pissed off. I wouldn't give the guy a dime. So, you know, that reminds me. When I used to live in Altadena, California, you know, I was the muscle head back then, and, and um, on a Saturday afternoon, you know, the guys get together, we either have beer, we talk about cars and whatnot, so uh, us guys were together, and uh, on the little street that we were live, uh, that I lived on, so one of the neighbors across the street, his buddy, his buddy, <laughs> um, just got his motorcycle, got it from Burt's, just got his motorcycle, okay, this is over 35 years ago. And so he rode up to where, where we were, and the guy across the street says, man, this is a beautiful bike. The guy says, I just got it here, and I brought it here for you to see, to show off, right? Okay. So I'm not going to mention his name, but he says, can I test drive it? The guy says, well, dude, do you know how to ride a bike? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Do you really? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. So uh, we're all looking. And he puts the helmet on. I go, okay, that's that's a good. He knows about the helmet, safety feature, and um, so we're 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 in the street now, okay. And so what you hear is, when the guy gets on it, 
he goes, he revs it, you know, about three or four times. I go like, dude, why are you doing that, you know? And he revved it again, and he gets louder, and it's loud. I'm going, dude, you're going to either blow the motor. And the guy was like, what are you doing? All of a sudden, all of a sudden, you hear it, click. <laughs> First gear, he pops a wheelie. <laughs> Within a matter of 10 seconds, he hit the house. <laughs> From the street, he catapulted himself through the driveway, hit the front of a neighbor's house, completely tore the bike up. The guy only had it, if he had it an hour, he had it too long. Completely tore the whole front end up on the, high, on the bike. The guy was jumping up and down. Are you nuts? Are you crazy? What's The guy broke his arm, you know, and it was his fault, man. He didn't come back and sue. Uh, the guy with the bike, the guy with the bike was so pissed, and uh, but he had insurance on it. But that that's not, you know, he was able to get it repaired. But the, the fact was, the guy broke his arm. He got on the bike. He put the helmet on. He didn't know the power of that particular motorcycle, you know. So it comes to nowadays, everybody's so happy, right? And uh, I myself... Uh, when people ask me, you, you want to test drive my car? I say, no, no. Do. I mean, uh, a, a friend of mine says, well, I got, got to have a GTR. You know, uh, you want to test drive it? We can go to Willow Springs. I said, no, 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 I don't want to do it. Because if anything happens, um, I don't know. I didn't build the car. I don't know the suspension of the car. But I don't want to go through what these two guys went through. And I'm not going to sue because it's, it's on me. I should have the capabilities and the mindset, dude, I got the skills to do it. Do I want to show off? Do I want to do this in this particular car that's not mine or bike that's not mine? Uh, with me, personally, I say no, I don't do it. I, and I've had a lot of opportunities to drive Lamborghinis or whatnot. No, 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 no. If it's mine, I know the, the suspension, I put the car together, I trust it because I know my skill level, then I'll get it in my own car and I'll tear it up. I'll do donuts, man. I'll go 180 miles an hour, up to 200 miles an hour in it because I know my skill level. But nevertheless, um, um, I don't think the guy had a reason to come back and sue. But if you got money, you know, you got a little bit of money, uh, you are a target. And uh, here come all the leeches out of the woodwork trying to get a piece of that change. And that's another thing that you have to, uh, have to worry about. Keep your mind front if you have the cash. And if you have a cash flow and people know about it. Um, and that was his buddy. I said, man, what kind of, I don't know. If, if that's his buddy, what kind of enemies do, does he have, you know? Um, it's, it's a shame. All right. So this weekend in Southern California, uh, in my neck of the woods, there is... Um, the uh, Route 66, which is in Ontario, California, it started yesterday, and I tell you, it's, it's, uh, it's a cruise reunion, I guess, what they call it, and it's, it's pretty cool, you know? Uh, you see a lot of the vintage cars that were heading out yesterday that are just uh, with their buddies and having a good time. It's a family event. Uh, go out and check it out. It's, um, you know, Euclid area in Ontario, and uh, you should have a lot of fun. A lot, a lot of fun. You see a lot of 57s, a lot of 46s, um, and it's a family event. So, you know, and it's, and it's only for two days, and it's free. Did I say, yeah, I said free, free 99. That's what's going to cost you, free 99. If that's too much for you, then you need to stay your butt home. 
Okay. All right. All right. So let me keep going through all my paperwork here. Let's see what else I can give you. Um, there's what else is going on this weekend? There is no, no, not, 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 not that, not that. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't want. Oh, okay, okay. So, and then the little car. So, the car show that I was at, I would. Well, you know, I'll put it on now. I, I told him about uh, twelve thirty or so. The car show that I was at today, um, it was at a a a local church. It was at a, at a at a local church school in Fontana, and it was called uh, the Resurrection. And it was a third annual car show. And it's today, if you guys want to get out and, and look at some of the cool cars, it's a small venue. It's in, in, in the parking lot of, of the uh, Resurrection Academy. And it's in Fontana. And um, I guess you can find it on uh, Google. I'm looking for an address on the flyer. And it's going, it started at 6.30. And it's going t to this afternoon. And uh, it'd be great to go out and see it. Now, so getting back to this morning, what happened to me with and this particular, particular car show. All right. So as I said before, I'm following a 36 two-door salesman coupe, uh, really clean. And the guy in it, he wasn't an older guy. He was a young guy. And I'm going, that picture does not it, it just doesn't match up. How many young guys, not unless he's transporting the car from here to there, how many young guys are driving a vehicle in that condition going somewhere on the streets? And, of course, those cars are not uh, relatively fast. And let you, if it's a stock particular vehicle, you probably get up to f maybe 50 miles an hour. And he was just farting along. Yeah, it was real cool, you know. Um, had the rumble seat in the back and whatnot. And um, my engineer, Joe, uh, you got photos of that black 36, right? Okay, okay, okay. So um, let's let's get into that. Let's get into that interview, Joe. I think it's it should be the first one. Yeah, yeah, that's the motor. It should be the first one, uh, the first interview that I sent you. Okay, let's go ahead and put that in. And folks, here we go. Testing, one, two. Hey, folks, you know what? This is Joe Bird coming live t today, and I'm in Fontana, California. And, you know, this morning I went to get a flu shot this morning, and I happened to see this old vintage vehicle rolling tight. You're, you're rolling like the guy owned the streets. I had to stop him, and he's probably saying, well, what this knucklehead trying to stop me for rolling in the streets? But he said, I'm going to a car show. And so I followed him here, and lo and behold, we're at uh, a church. What is what is this, man? Okay, a resurrection in uh, in Fontana. Academy school. So this car is a two door, and the two doors are very rare and hard to find. But it's clean. I tell you, I don't see a spot on it. And for me to follow someone, <laughs> to follow someone off the streets to where he has to go is very rare for me. Hey, folks, this is Joe Britt coming live. This is Joe Britt. Uh, Gotcha Racing TV, Gotcha Racing Live, and I am I am with Mario. How you doing, brother? Good, good, good. Thank you. Tell me about your car. 1936 Chevy Coupe with a rumble seat. Uh, there was 11,000 made in this year. Uh, original 207 motor, numbers matching, all original accessories, uh, fully loaded. 
what's a young guy like you driving a vehicle like this? That, that, that. I'm expecting to see a guy in the 70s, man. But here you are rolling. You can't be no more than about 45 or something. Yeah, I'm 43 years old. I got you. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, uh, I like to build these cars, and uh, it's my passion, and I do it as a hobby, so I uh, have a lot of fun with it. So, talking to you earlier, you said you picked this up where? I picked this up out of Auburn, Washington about a year ago and been working on it since I've gotten it and it's it's where it's at now today. Is that the original lacquer paint job? Uh, that's actually the second paint job it's had, uh, but it is original single stage lacquer paint job, yes. I bet when you're rolling this rascal around, everyone is giving you thumbs up like I did, huh? Oh yeah. <laughs> Gets a lot of looks and it's a, it's a real fun car. Now... You said you've done about 10, 10 of these projects? Yes, I've done about 10. Uh, usually I'll buy them and fix them up and sell them and kind of upgrade from there to a different cars that I've always wanted and kind of go from there. So with the skills you have, this is not a business, it's a hobby. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at your skills, man. I can't believe it. Now, you're telling me out of the garage? What's up with that? <laughs> yeah, it's just stuff I do out of the garage as a hobby and gotten uh, pretty good at it and I collect the GM accessories also, and it just it makes it a lot easier. So, oh, so since you're in the garage, you mean I can just bring you some beer and we, and we can roll? <laughs> yep, <laughs> yep. Take your pick. <laughs> beautiful car, a beautiful representation of what America used to put out, man. Yeah, very much so. It's a, it's all American right here. You're looking at it, all steel, no plastic on these ones. <laughs> no bondo? No, no, no. This is this car is a very clean and well-kept car all right all right we're brother a lot of history huh how many owners do you think it was has been uh as far as i've known it's it's uh i'm probably the fourth owner of this car is that right sorry okay okay beautiful beautiful car uh we go live at 12 o'clock today and i'm gonna get this to my engineer and you'll hear it on 106.5 fm 102.3 fm and 1050 a.m. in the IE area and we are affiliate of NBC which is KCAA radio and my name is Joe Britt dude if you can tune in and hear yourself <laughs> thank you man right. appreciate it thank you brother okay okay folks so so you know that's how I do it if when I'm out and about and I stop and this time I didn't have a microphone normally I would have a microphone but he, the, the my phone worked out quite well, and if I'm able to um, compress the files and give it to the engineer, he is able to do what he has just done. Okay, all right. So uh, it's the bottom of the hour. I got a couple of more interviews, but I'll tell you what, let's go to a, com a commercial break, pay for some of these bills, and then we shall be right back. Hey, folks, this is Joe Britt coming to you live and strong from the desert to the sea uh, on KCAA Radio, and we are an NBC affiliate, 106.5, 106, 102.3, and 10.50 a.m. We shall be right back. Why are you listening to this radio station? Why? When you can host your own radio show. You're listening, and you think you can do better? You have a message or a product you want everyone to know about. Host your own radio show. Team up with the area's best radio professionals and let them make you sound like you should be on NBC. KCAA NBC Radio, that is. KCAA produces more than 50 local programs each week on subjects ranging from business and sports to political talk, vegan diets, or even marijuana-related. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? 
Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Issues. We don't just broadcast on the radio. We broadcast to the world. Online, on TV, on social media, on Facebook. You'll be all over. Imagine what your friends will say. And KCAA reaches over 5 million people on three radio stations. Join the staff on 1050 AM, 102.3 FM, and 106.5 FM. NBC Radio. Jump on the KCAA Express. Call 909-793-1065. That's 909-793-1065. And get ready to try. Transmit. Let's check again, once again, with Mark Westwood, live from Green Kong Dispensary down in Paris. Mark, what's going on? Hey, everybody. Mark Westwood here on uh, Express 106.5 Talk 102.3, The Legend 1050, and the music of Main Street, KQLH 92.5 FM. We are having a good time here, down here at Green Kong. Uh, things are just getting started, getting wound up, but they have got the setup here, let me, gentlemen. First of all, Coming down to Green Kong, it's just like going down the wine dispensaries. Uh, this is in Paris, off of Hurley Knox Road. Uh, you get off on Hurley Knox Road if you're traveling south, turn left on the next street, and that's Hurley Knox Road. You go to Oleander, turn right. At the very end of Oleander, you'll see the Green Kong dispensary, the big gorilla with the green background. Uh, this is a very nice dispensary, let me tell you. They've got the setup here. It's a very nice dispensary with uh, all kinds of relaxing music, uh, Today, though, we're going to have a good time. We've got a mobile uh, cannabis uh, tour shuttle. Uh, down here, we've got a DJ. We've got games and cards. There'll be food and drinks and fun and frivolity. And, of course, you can find your favorite brands, uh, like Saucy and things like that, of uh, CBD, oil, also hemp, and, uh, you know, cannabis. This is what it's all about. 70% of Californians agree that medical cannabis should be legal and safe, and available, and that's what Green Kong, a legitimate, certified, licensed dispensary, made for everybody, whether you're, you know, 9 or 90, you can come on down here, uh, and they've got something for everybody, uh, what ails you, there's amazing things that CBD oil and hemp oil do for the human body, it's all natural, it's all for you, and it's all here today at Green Kong Cannabis Dispensary in Paris, off of Holy Knox Road, uh, on the end of Oleander Street, so uh, once again, Going down the 215 South, exit Hurley Knox, turn left, turn right on Oleander, the next street. You'll see a bunch of uh, mobile uh, trailers and offices and stuff like that. Go down the middle of that road, that's Oleander, come right down to the very end. It's a short little block, you'll see it. The Green Kong Campus Dispensary with all the uh, signs and everything out here. Lots of people showing up, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun today. So come on down to Green Kong Cannabis Dispensary on KCAA, 1050 AM, 106.5. 102.3 and KQLH 92.5 FM. I'm Mark Westwood. The symbol of power and majesty, the gorilla, feared and respected. Our closest animal cousin believed to possess human-like depth and understanding. Green Kong Cannabis Dispensary of Paris aspires to develop the same understanding. Green Kong is a destination, a personal experience with great service for everyone. Located right off the 215 freeway and Hurley Knox Road in Paris, Green Kong is safe, legal, and easy. 
Visit GreenKong.com for orders. You must be 21. Green Kong is the place for you. Experience Green Kong's exotic surroundings in their jungle-like setting. Bathed in soothing light, Green Kong is a go-to destination for the CBD or cannabis curious or the connoisseur. Google GreenKong.com or visit Green Kong's brand new exciting new location in Paris, California. This is your debut? This is my debut as a professional driver running all 24 races of the Meliel Series. So, in the past, um, I've ran for three years on a limited schedule with Dote Racing, and I started when I was eight years old, I'm 27, so this is coming up on my 20th year of drag racing altogether. I've, I've ran seven different types of classes since I was eight. Uh, anyone from Junior Dexter, the exhausting game for me. This is, now we're talking points. Now we're talking real big speeds. Now we're talking, you know, for competition. The real deal? The real deal. We're talking the real and not that not that it wasn't the real deal before, but the fact that we've done all the races really gave us a setback from keeping up with everyone else in the game. So now it's like now I feel like I've got I've got the whole kit and caboodle and now it's kinda up to me to, to do what I can do. And of course the crew chiefs as well, but they've already they've already proven themselves on on this stage like the six final rounds last year. So I guess we, we kinda we both have a little bit of work to do, right? So I'm I'm after first top fuel Wally and Mike Guger, who's our, our lead crew chief on the car, going to six finals last year. That was six finals, that wasn't six wins, it was six runner ups. So when we win this year, and I said when we when we win, when we win. This year, uh, it's going to be a pretty special moment because it'll be it'll be both of our first. Is there pressure put on you because you're such a good-looking woman amongst all these all these guys? You know, I don't I don't see it that way, and I'll tell you why. I was talking to my mom last night, and we were talking about last time that I raced here, which wasn't in a nitro car. I was 16 years old racing some altered. And I won first round, and she's like, do you remember that guy? He was so pissed. You're just this kid coming in and beat him, and he was the champion, and you messed up his whole points. And I go, I go, honestly, Mom, no. I, I'm like, I don't even, I remember racing. I remember winning. I don't remember homeboy over there being pissed off. And she's like, you know why? Because, and this is so true, I've been so focused on everything that I'm racing, I kind of put my blinders on and don't really care about what people think or, or or how things are perceived. I just know the way that I need to be and the way that I need to present myself and look for a sponsor and, and, and in my own little bubble to make things happen and keep on my grind. So, I mean, I yeah, I never really look at the female, you know, attractive or not attractive aspect because really I've been in this whole pool of boys and men my whole life. So I'll tell you what, if you go stick me in a...
to me I am so into you I can't think of nothing else I am so into you I can't think of nothing else Thinking how it's gonna be Whenever I get you next to me Now you're telling me out of the garage. What's up with that? <laughs> yeah, it's just stuff I do out of the garage as a hobby. And yeah, look again. Okay, um, as he is looking for this particular interview, really, you know, this is this is this is killing me. Let's see if we can reload this. Uh, until then, until we get that one loaded up, there's um. Let's go ahead and put on an audio file, Joe. Um, so until that one pops up, okay? All right? Just put one on. Yeah. So, um, folks, we're just gonna go through a little bit here. Hey, you guys are at the um, uh, Resurrection uh, uh, Academy. Hold, hold your horses. We're just trying to load this file up. You know, I was just there this morning. So uh, my engineer says he didn't receive it the second interview and that's what we're trying to do is load that one up but until then I don't want any dead space on the air so we're just going to slap in something real quick and uh, let's see if we can go ahead and load it up. Go ahead Joe. Alright folks so here I am still in the media uh, tent in, at the Pomona Fairgrounds and this is uh, the Winter Nationals and I am in front of a, of a gorgeous, gorgeous young woman. How are you, Leah? I'm doing wonderful, thank you. So now tell me something. This is your this is your debut? This is my debut as a professional driver running all twenty-four races of the Meliel series. So in the past, um, I've ran for three years on a limited schedule with Dote Racing, and I started when I was eight years old, I'm twenty-seven, so this is coming up on my twentieth year of drag racing altogether. I've I've ran seven different types of classes since I was eight. Uh, Junior Dexter, the game for me. This is now we're talking points. Now we're talking real big speeds. Now we're talking, you know, for competition. The real deal. The real deal. We're talking the real, and not that, not that it wasn't the real deal before, but the fact that on all the races really 
gave us a setback from keeping up with everyone else in the game. So now it's like, now I feel like I've got, I've got the whole kit and caboodle, and now it's kind of up to me to, to do what I can do. And of course the crew chiefs as well, but they've already, they've already proven themselves on, on this stage, like the six final rounds last year. So I guess we, we kind of, we both have a little bit of work to do, right? So I'm, I'm after first top fuel Wally and Mike Guger, who's our, our lead crew chief on the car, going to six finals last year. That was six finals. That wasn't six wins. So six runner-ups. So when we win this year, and I said when we when we win, when we win this year, uh, it's gonna be a pretty special moment because it'll be it'll be both by first. Is there pressure put on you because you're such a good-looking woman among all these all these guys? You know, I don't I don't see it that way, and I'll tell you why. I was talking to my mom last night, and we were talking about last time that I raced here, which wasn't in a nitro car. I was 16 years old racing some altered. And I won first round, and she's like, do you remember that guy? He was so pissed. You're just this kid coming in and beat him, and he was the champion, and you messed up his whole points. And I go, I go, honestly, Mom, no. I, I'm like, I don't. Even, I remember racing. I remember winning. I don't remember homeboy over there being pissed off. And she's like, you know why? Because, and this is so true, I've been so focused on everything that I'm racing, I kind of put my blinders on and don't really care about what people think or... or or how things are perceived. I just know the way that I need to be and the way that I need to present myself and look for a sponsor and, and, and in my own little bubble to make things happen and keep on my grind. So, I mean, I yeah, I, I never really look at the female, you know, attractive or not attractive aspect because really I've been in this whole pool of boys and men my whole life. So I'll tell you what, if you go stick me in a room full of 100 women that are, that are gorgeous, and whatever I mean I'll be more uncomfortable than anything like this is this, this is this is normal for me wow and so they let you into the boys club yeah they better yeah <laughs> I, they did a long time ago apparently I, was, I, I, I think only because uh, they just don't want to get beat too hard so I guess maybe they got to feel like I got beat by one of their own I don't know you gotta ask them so so would you um, would you encourage other other females to uh, get into the game Absolutely, uh, a hardcore. I encourage females to get in the game, whatever it may be. Go get a go get a streetcar, soup it up, take it to your Wednesday night drags or on the weekends, and and go feel some power, learn about the car if that's what they're passionate about, or if they were like me and just passionate about being competitive and wanting to win and wanting to learn the game of drag racing and and really getting in tune with the intense um, pressure. Like that's what I consider an HRA drag racing is. You don't have another lap. Right? You don't have another turn to go get the guy. Every single round counts. Every single run counts. You have to be perfect for safety. You have to be perfect for your team, for your crew, for the performance of your car. And that intensity level is what gets me. So if there's if there's girls out there that are so intense, anything that they do, heck yeah, come on, try some drag racing. And, uh, and not no, I'm not here to say it's an easy route or the way that I did it was the right way. It's the only way that I knew. But if you want to do something bad enough, you're going to find a way. And, you know, I haven't really ever been able to say that because I've been doing it. But I guess finally now being here, having 24 races entered into the schedule, all right, I'm on the same platform as everyone else because I've got a hardcore race car with hardcore guys that know how to win. I know how to win in my past divisions. And I just encourage people to kind of go along on the ride with me. You know, this is new territory for me, uncharted waters. And uh, I think that should be something fun for people to follow. They don't have to like it for sure but um i'll tell you what it's going to be interesting for the listenership out that are listening to me on saturday mornings how can they keep in contact with you 
You got a Facebook? You, what, what do you got? I sure do. So I, I actually manage and run my own Instagram account, so that's kind of where I get more behind-the-scenes things. I am in tune with my Facebook. Uh, there's there's a lot more activity there than I'm able to um, spend time to, but I do respond back to the messages there. But really, Twitter, I mean, you tweet me, I tweet you back. I want to see what people see. I want to, you know, our selfies we take at the at the track, come on, post them. I'll, I'll, I'll repost them. I want to hear about the time that you had or, or from the grandstands and how the grandstands are shaking and you dropped your beer, you dropped your cup because our cars are so loud and you video that man tag us. Like, I want to, I, I am a fan. I'm still a fan of drag racing today and I was a fan in these grandstands doing the exact same thing that they were and that's what gets me. That's what makes me excited is that I still, and will always be on the same connectivity level as them. So, heck, I mean, tweet me out, Facebook me. So my Instagram is Leah Pritchett underscore TF, and my uh, Twitter is Leah Pritchett TF, and, of course, just Leah Pritchett on Facebook. I know you're busy. Thank you very much for your time. Of Take course. care. Thank Knock you. Knock them dead. Absolutely. All right. Thank you. Okay, folks, so that's how we do it, and uh, not bad for uh, Real, real quickie uh, in between. So let's get back to the uh, Resurrection third annual car show. And Joe, let's put on that interview that I had uh, with the guy with 39. Go ahead. So I'm still at the church here in Fontana and I come across, I was just about to go out, you know, I was following the 36 and I saw this two-door 39 Chevy. Uh, man, it's clean, modernized a little bit, meaning that it's dropped. You know, so it must have airbags in it. I found the owner, owner's Ralph. Uh, you'll see pictures on online and whatnot. But folks, now that I got the owner right in front of me, let's talk. Ralph, how you doing? Pretty good, pretty good. Dude, now you said you had this how long? 25 years. 25 years. Yes, sir. And you've done everything I've good? done everything. It has a three-inch chop. It's got airbags. Had the uh, custom bumpers put on it. Had uh, the paint. Had the door handles uh, shaved off. It's airbagged, you know. Yeah. Like all the work you've done yourself? Majority, I say about 75% of the work I've done myself. Dude, so you got skills, right? <laughs> yeah, well, I, I wouldn't say that, but you know. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm saying that. <laughs> because I look at this, it's absolutely perfect, man. I mean, uh, so what have you done to it, modification-wise? Okay, I put the, uh, I removed the, uh, the, uh, the uh, the hood uh, vents and I put the 56 Buick uh, 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 teardrops on the hood. The the top was uh, removed, chopped it uh, three inches. I made the Carson top for the top. It's removable Carson top. Uh, the front bumpers is the custom bumpers that were shortened and uh, rechromed. The back bumpers was a custom bumper that was shortened and rechromed. The truck is all the car is all uh, airbags. I uh, just about the interior is all everything. You said everything. Um, airbag wise, what's up with that? The airbags, I have airbags all the way around. Uh, I had that we'll installed uh, at the airbag shop. Uh, but yeah, the airbags are uh, the cruise. I mean, it's a better ride, you know, ride real smooth, real, real nice. And your motor, what is that? It's a, it's a 235. The whole drivetrain is a 1955 Chevy drivetrain. The engine, the tranny, the rear is all 55 Chevy. So. Now you're talking about you don't have no skills. What's up with that, man? <laughs> you're joking. You got a shop? No, backyard. This is a backyard built. Get out of here. No, backyard built. Paint job wise, beautiful. You said 90s? The paint job was on the, in the 90s? The, the paint job color is the 90s. The paint job alone is uh, probably like 15 years old. Really? Yeah. Oh, so now, here's a $2 question. She a trailer queen? No, I drive it. Really? Yeah, I drive it. 
Nah. So I, this weekend, uh, week this weekend in the IE, it would be considered um, um, old school weekend uh -huh. because of Route 66 in Ontario. Yeah. Are you going there? No, I, I'm here. I had plans for the weekend, so I couldn't make that one. But I was able to make this one, so I just came here. Okay. You got any pictures of this online? Uh, on YouTube. You do? Yeah. What is it? It's a 39 Chevy Coupe. Is that it? That's it, yeah. 39 Chevy Coupe. Coupe. Is it by Ralph, or do you say anything else? No, I just said 39 Chevy Coupe. Okay, well, you know what? I really appreciate you giving me um, the tour of your car, man. Yeah. So I'm going to take some pictures of it, and uh, we're, we're broadcast today on NBC. Oh, yeah, I look out for it. Okay. Yeah, thank so, you. I appreciate tune in. Three stations, uh -huh. 106.5, 102.3, and 1050 AM. It's all on that card there. Okay. At 12 o'clock, I go live. Okay. So I'll probably be squeezing this in around 12.30 or so. Okay. All right. Thank Thanks, you. Ralph. I appreciate it. Take care, buddy. Uh-huh. Bye. I want to thank the guys at um, uh, Resurrection, uh, the third annual car show, for letting me uh, come in and interview some of the uh, contestants. Um, uh, it, it was it was a pleasure being there, and uh, if for the 15 to 20 minutes that I was there, you treated me very well. So thank you very much. Whenever you have something uh, coming up, uh, please give me a jingle, and I would come out myself, or I would have uh, a crew come out and do what we do best, and that's uh, interview some of your contestants and give you a little PR, because everyone needs a little PR. Okay, okay. Thank you very much, guys. All right, so. Um, here I am. We're in the uh, passenger seat, uh, in the driver's seat in uh, Redlands, California. And, you know, I have a interview uh, that I want to put on and, uh, in, in, in about two seconds or so. So now what else is going on in the IE? I'm looking at my, my, my pad here. Now, it's not the IE, but out here. There's a lot of things going on there. But what? I wait, 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 wait. I'm looking at the engineer. He's shaking his head. What do you mean, no? It didn't come email? Man, oh, man. Oh, yo, that one there. Okay, I got you. I, it's coming. All right, so um, there's a Spolcom event today in San Diego, and, you know, a couple of years back, we were, um, we had a team out there to, to, um, uh, interview some of the guys at the Spokom event. It's, it's, it's a custom car show, uh, more of the modern scene. You have a lot of imports there, and uh, Nissans and uh, uh, Japanese cars that uh, in abundance at that particular car show. It's not bad. You know, they have the eye candy there, eye candy with the cars, eye candy with the females. And uh, I think we'll be going back when it comes to our area here and uh last it's all if i'm not mistaken it's been in long beach and i'm looking at the day might be in october the 20s yeah i think it's going to be in october all right all right but w i will keep you posted on when things are going to happen okay so today it's in san diego uh at the Derm del mar uh, fairgrounds and then what also it's going on let's look at my list of things to do to go to it's a hot day today uh, hopefully you guys could uh, take a lot of water and just keep uh, hydrated and and not have <laughs> strokes or get headaches and whatnot on you all right all right so um, you know what I'm building another car and well, I'm building two cars actually I have a Mercedes, a vintage Mercedes. 
350 SL, a 74, okay? Those are the small coupes with the hard tops that you take off and has a convertible under it. So I decided about two years ago that I didn't like that motor. The motor's big, gigantic, gas-guzzling, you know, every time it goes past a uh, filling station, it burps. So I took that rascal out, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, piss off a lot of purists with this because I'm putting a 5.0 motor for my Mustang Fox body uh, that I can't get rid of. I tried to get, tried to sell it. Nobody wants to pay the money for it, you know. And um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take that 5.0 motor out that has, that's been built. And I'm taking the transmission out, automatic transmission, and I'm going to transplant it into that 450 SL. And uh, the outside is going to be original. I might lower it a little bit, put a little bit fatter tires. I might put uh, 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 maybe a slight wide body just to uh, make sure the tires don't stick out, you know. And uh, then I'll put my racing seats in it. I have... Um, uh, my own mold for racing seats and uh, I'll go ahead and get those uh, fabricated by one of the local shops around and uh, and uh, that would be my uh, my little racer now you know I, I bought this uh, Mustang a while back um, that was hit on the side okay and uh, it was crunched very bad so I bought another um, a, a clip for the same year Mustang as Fox Body. I just haven't had time to put it together. You know, time is very limited right now for me. I mean, I've really got time to sneeze and wipe my nose. And, you know, I, I have a plasma cutter and I have my TIG welder and all that stuff, but I don't have a complete crew and a shop to do that in. I had it one time. I, I'm doing everything just like the guys said in, in their backyards and whatnot. Um, I, yeah, anyway, anyway. So I'm thinking about, uh, not thinking, but I'm going to put that particular power plant in this Mercedes and uh, retrofit it and then call it a day, and that would be my daily uh, hot router. Um, the reason why I'm doing that, with the age that it is, I don't have to worry about smog. <laughs> that smog will kill you, man. And, um, and a lot of guys are getting Ill illegal smogs, but even that's going away because of the computer systems and whatnot. So I have to look at all of that, and uh, I don't want to get caught up, and I don't want for some one of the smog guys to get in trouble on my behalf. So I'm going to go legit. I'll just get uh, put that in that particular Mustang and uh, that Mustang motor in that particular Mercedes. You know, and put a cool paint job on it, lower it a little bit, put some nice uh, up-to-date rims on it, and call it a day. And then I, I got blessed with Bora, Bora Exhaust. They gave me, they sponsored uh, uh, my Mustang, and it gave me an exhaust system from the headers all the way back to the rear end. And so I'm thinking, not thinking, I'm going to put that particular system on um, and give it a little rumble to it. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work on that. Yes, I've taken the motor out, taken the transmission out, and uh, I haven't yet taken the motor out of the Mustang, which I, it's, it's in the spot that I always take out in my yard. I uh, got my cherry picker on it. I just haven't had time to hook it up and get under, under and I, I detach all the boats and whatnot. Um, but I, I, I plan on doing that relatively. They said you feel it.
relatively soon because I want to get this by next summer. I want it to be full-fledged and uh, and take it to the different local car shows and show people what I can do. Um, I got skills. I've been around for a while. And it's all in the details. You've heard A. The other vehicle is my car that I built, the Stallion GT1. So I'm building a motor in my garage for that. And I have a TPI motor. You know, you do what your money say do. Right? We're not going into debt. Hello and uh, welcome back. Uh, so I have a uh, 350 TPI motor. It came out of a uh, Camaro. Um, uh, back in the day, Camaro. So what I'm doing, I'm going to take the whole top end off. And I'm going to port and polish, put the larger intake uh, valves, uh, exhaust valves and intake valves in it. Port and polish the heads. And uh, I, don't, I don't think I'm going to do anything with the block, but just clean it up and put it all together. And uh, But I'm putting an EFI uh, stackable uh, uh, fuel injection system that looks like it looks like downdraft Weber's, you know, and uh, um, the way I have the stallion design now, uh, the rear glass is a big rear, rear glass that I took off a early model Corvette that's been chopped down, so you can see the whole engine bay. So I've done that, and I want it to look like, um, you know, I, I really want it to g give that uh, that wow factor. And, and that's what I'm developing because the Stallion is a rear engine <coughs> automobile. Um, uh, I've chopped off uh, 13 inches in the front and I put 10 inches more to the back to take care of the uh, Porsche, Porsche 6 speed transaxle, which is a, uh, came out of a uh, uh, 915 uh, rear end of a Porsche. And uh, I'm going to mount that together with Frankenstein wise, you know, I put an adapter on it and, and go from there. Uh, so <coughs> it's, there's a lot of things I'm working on. And uh, just, you know, it, it, at one time it was, I didn't have cash. And it still beats a factor too, <laughs> cash, but it's time now, you know, it's time. It takes a lot of time to put all this together if you are a one man bandit. Uh, and, and that's what, what I am right now uh, with the radio uh, show and the, uh, the cable show that we're developing. Uh, it's it's kind of hard to get stuff together. It's, it's time, man. It's time. But I'm going to put this up together, and I'll document it. I'll videotape it so you can see 